This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Uh, And know that all your labor is not for nothing when it's for God. Would you turn to the person next to you and say, it's not for nothing. Turn to the other person and say, it's not for nothing. That's why you have got to have grit. Not to quit. Grit describes something that is rough and tough. Grit describes something that's uh, realistic and raw. The Urban Dictionary describes grit as ugly and unrefined and real. Pastor Andrea describes it this way. It won't be pretty, but it will be worth it. When you have grit not to quit, It's not always pretty. It's not always easy. It's not always with a red ball on the top of it. Sometimes it's gritty and it's raw and it's ugly. But I challenge you in the name of Jesus Christ to have grit not to quit. You got to be gutsy. You got to take your courage back. You got to gut up under this thing. 2023 has not been the most easy year, but I ain't relenting. You have to have grit not to quit. In this gritty season, you have to be unrelenting. You have to be immovable. You have to be impervious, unable to be affected by the attacks of the devil. Listen to me. The devil will throw out attacks towards you, but the scripture tells us no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I'm going to say that again. No weapon formed against you. Say it one more time. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Didn't say the weapon wouldn't be formed. It just says it won't work. So you have to have grit not to quit. You've got to be audacious. You've got to be courageous. You've got to be tenacious. You've got to gut up under the stuff. You've got to gut up and you've got to fight. You've got to keep fighting a good fight of faith. It's a good fight because we win. You stick with it from start to success. From start to success. From start to success. Because it ain't over until you win. So I just came today to stir you up today. I said I just came to stir you up today. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 6 says, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you. You got to stir up the active ingredient of your faith. We fight the good fight of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you don't have nothing that you're hoping for, if you find yourself hopeless, that is why your faith is not working. I came to remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you. Anybody from my old zip code when we used to make one glass of Kool-Aid at a time? 
Ain't nobody from my old zip code, about two or three of y'all. You making one glass of Kool-Aid at a time. You putting the Kool-Aid in there and the sugar. Try to drink it without stirring it up. You just got a colorful glass of water. You got to stir up all of that active ingredient. You got to stir up the sugar. You got to stir up the Kool-Aid. You got to stir it. And you got to keep on stirring so that it doesn't settle at the bottom. I came today to stir you up to encourage your faith, to stir up the gift of God, which is in you. I came to encourage you with grit not to quit. Now, we've come a long way since the beginning of 2023. We climb day by day, and we have more days behind us than we have ahead of us. And if we're very forthright, the novelty of the new year were off very quickly. Already people are saying, I'll be glad when 2023 is over, I'm ready for 2024. Why? We still got a lot of time left for God to move this year. Because this is your year of illumination. Oh, y'all better come up in here. I don't have to wait till 2024. I can have everything that God promised for me to have in 2023. I can have it now and I got to trust God for it now because if it's not now it's not faith if I'm hoping for 2024 that's hope hope is what hangs on to my faith that hinges my faith that gives me something to release my faith on but if when I'm in faith I'm not looking for 2024 I'm looking to today God is able to do something miraculous today God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think today. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. So we, the novelty of a war pretty, pretty quickly. And already we're looking forward to 2024. But why are you negating these last days that we have? We have, I think, 35 days left in this year. We've come 330 days, 330 days. And we're still here. I don't see nobody in a straitjacket. Don't look like anybody lost, missed any meals. Look like you clothed in your right mind. See nobody in here acting crazy or looking crazy. So we got a lot to give God thanks for. And he can do more in the last 35 days when you're in faith than he did in the last 330 when we were tripping. Y'all ain't going to say nothing right there. Sometimes the delays and the disappointments cause us to draw back. And the scripture tells us in uh, Hebrews 10 and 38, I believe it is, don't draw back in your faith. When you draw back, he doesn't have any pleasure in you. Why? Because he takes pleasure in prospering you. You're robbing him of an opportunity to show up and show out in your life. Listen to me. When you pull back in your faith, you're robbing God of an opportunity to show out in your life. Listen, when you pull back in your faith because you were disappointed, you're robbing God. For an opportunity to show himself strong on your behalf. Come on. We're supposed to approach every day that's left in this year with joy. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. Joy is not based upon what happens. That's what happiness is. Joy is based upon what you believe. I still believe God. I still trust God. I know God can make a way out of nowhere. I know God can heal. I know he can set free. I know he can deliver. Come up in here, somebody. First Peter 1 and 8 talks about you're supposed to rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of 
glory. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That means your heart should brim over knowing that God is a way maker. He's a promise keeper. He's a light in the darkness. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He is a provider. Come on up in here with me. If you don't believe it, let's ask Peter. See, we came a long way in this year, but sometimes we got to backtrack because we can't be forgetful hearers. You can't forget all of those lessons that we preached throughout this year. It's 300, 365 days, 52 weeks in a year. I preached a lot of word. And then we can't let discouragement cause us to forget what we've already learned. So stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. And I came to encourage you with grit not to quit. Let's ask Peter. Uh, Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. And I'm going to read down from 1 through verse 10. It says, so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. This is talking about Jesus. And he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Let's get a revelation of what that means. When they were washing that, their nets mean they gave up for the day. I quit. I quit. It's over. I'm, I'm done right now. I'm going to wash my necks and put them up because I quit. I came to encourage you with grit not to quit. Let's keep reading. Verse 3 says, and he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's or Peter's, and asked him to pull out a little from the land. And he sat down and he taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, and here's the thing, you can't never give to God, give to Christ, where he won't give more back to you. You can't never beat him giving, no matter how hard you try. Let's see what happened. Simon let him use his boat. He said, pull out a little ways from the land. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Nets with an S on it. What does that mean? More than one nets. All the nets that they have been using. Let all your nets down for a catch. But Simon, there it is, but, B-U-T. I need to encourage you to keep your butt out of what God is doing. Keep your butt out of it. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. <sighs> Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. What did Jesus tell him to do? He said, let down your nets with an S on it. He said, but, remember, your but has nothing to do with what Christ is trying to do in your life. What Simon was saying is, Jesus, you're a carpenter. You don't know much about fishing. We fish when the, the best time to catch the fish is at night. We fished all night long, had all our, our nets out there. We didn't catch nothing. You're a carpenter, Jesus. I'm the fisherman. So you don't really know what you're talking about concerning this. I'm going to trust you in a whole lot of things. But right here, I know what you don't know. 
He said, so I let down the net. Jesus said, let down your nets. Anytime the Lord asks you for anything, you better know his plan is to give you exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. He said, but Simon answered and said to him, but master, we have toiled all night. We've worked hard. This toil all night means that he worked a double. He worked a double shift. I worked the graveyard shift. I worked it all night long. I toiled. It wasn't easy. I was working. I was sweating. I was getting musty. I'm a fisherman. This is what I do. I know when the fish are out. I'm going to let one down just to appease you. Let's see what it says. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. A great number of fish. And you have to think when you talk about Jesus and you talk about great, how great, great really is. A great number of fish. And their net was breaking. This leads me to believe that it's not what it was. I need you to stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. There's a gifting on the inside of you, and this gifting gives you grit not to quit. So let's take a, 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 a walk in the life of Peter. He's fishing and he's fishing all night and he's working so hard and he's working very diligently. He's, he's honing his craft. He's working the double shift. He's working so hard. He's sweating. He's getting musty. He's, he's exerting energy. He's exerting strength. And out of everything that he did, he caught nothing. Who am I talking to today? Out of everything that we did this year, all the praying, all the fasting, all the sacrificing, all the serving, serving, all the sowing, out of every, I did all of this, Jesus. And instead of you letting your nets down, you start talking about, I can't wait to 2024. For what? God still has 35 more days to show himself strong. God Almighty to show himself strong on your behalf. God didn't forget what he said. Make sure you don't forget what he said. It's not what it was. 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 Just 24 hours ago, he couldn't catch nothing. At the prime time of catching, he couldn't catch nothing. But at the word of the Lord, come on, it's not what it was. The enemy in the flesh wants you to focus on what it was, what it was and what I tried and what I thought and then get frustrated and discouraged. Then you begin to question God and question God's integrity. God still has the integrity to do just what he said he would do. So the problem never lies with God. The problem always lies with us. This is what people tell me all the time. Pastor Andrea, I did everything. I did, I'm like, you did everything? 
I did everything. I did everything. I'm like, you did everything. You did everything to the minutest degree, with all your power, with all your might, with all your strength. You did everything. Come on, everybody, you're looking straight. Look straight ahead. Sometimes we do everything for a week. Oh, can we pray for a week? Can we fast for a week? But what happens when the novelty of that wears off? And everything that I tried and everything I did, did you really do everything? Now, here's the deal. If you really did everything, it's just a matter of time. I said, if you really did everything like you claim you did, then it's just a matter of time. But did we really do everything? Or did we start washing our nets when we got frustrated? When we saw somebody else walking what we thought we were supposed to get, did we pack up our nets? Did we snatch up our faith and go home? Come on. Don't draw back in your faith because then he has no pleasure in you. Why? Because he wanted to show himself strong on your behalf. He wanted to show out in your life. He wanted to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think. But when you pulled your faith back, he couldn't do all that he wanted do so I came to encourage you on these last 35 days to stir up the active ingredient of your faith ask believe confess demonstrate expect forgive and give listen we don't get to choose which ones we gonna do I'm gonna do all of that but forgive we have to do the whole ABCs of our faith. Otherwise, we're washing our nets, only willing to let down our nets. When Simon Peter saw it, it said, well, let me go back up to seven. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and to help them. And when they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. This is a net-breaking boat sinking harvest. When it looked like all the energy that he had expended was for naught, God still showed up with a net-breaking boat sinking harvest. It wasn't for nothing. It's not what it was. Come on, you need grit not to quit. Come on. I want to I jerk the slack out of you today. Listen to me. Can I go to my old zip code? I can. You bet not quit. You bet not quit. You bet not quit. Because God wants to show out on your behalf. He's not forgotten about you. He hasn't. Those things that are near and dear to your heart are near and dear to his heart. He has you at the forefront of his mind. He's strategizing this moment in time how to make a way out of no way for you. Come on. 
Can you keep trusting him? And again, I'll trust God. And again, I'll trust God. People have disappointed us. And if we're honest, our own ways have disappointed us. God ain't disappointed us. God has not disappointed you. Oftentimes we have unrealistic expectations. Does that, does that make sense to anybody? Okay, say for instance, Nadia gives me a new car. She don't have to give Jessica a new car. But you say, well, Nadia knew I needed a car. Then you're mad at Nadia. Your expectation was unrealistic. Nobody ever promised you that. So now you're mad at her for nothing. We're mad at God for nothing because we had unrealistic expectations. In our time of praise, in our time of worship, which is our time of giving and receiving from God, we can't even praise God without begging. We can't even have thanksgiving without running down our laundry list of what we want and the time frames by which we want it in. Come on, can we be real? I'm just trying to make it plain because this is the gritty season. It might not be pretty, but it will be worth it when you keep fighting the good fight of faith. Don't give up. Get quit out of you. And if you're really honest with yourself, you don't even know how to quit. You're trying to figure out how to quit. You don't even know how to quit. Every time you talk about I quit, then you hear you go right back at it again. Because you don't know how to quit because quit is not in you. It's not a part of your DNA. It's not a part of the character of Christ. Come up in here. The Holy Spirit is given to you so that you bet not quit. Stick with it from start to success, from start to success, because it ain't over until you win. Oh, I got seven minutes. Let me take you a little bit further. Let me read the last part of it. It says, oh, my Bible's so marked up. Let me see what it says. It says, and Simon Peter, when he saw it, he saw that the, the net was breaking and that the boats were sinking with all of them fish. How many know that's prosperity? If your business is a fisherman, is fish, and your nets are breaking and your boats are sinking, that's a supernatural harvest. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. The next verse said, mm, I can't see what it says. Oh, I got her so marked up. On all, I'll just go with this part I can't read. And all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John and the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. He took him from now to wow. He took Peter from now to wow. Because it's not what it was. 24 hours ago, 
It was a struggle. It was toil. He was sweating. He worked a double. He was tired and he caught nothing. But at the word of the Lord, there was an astonishing catch. And if you go down to even the next verse, it says, so when they had brought their boats to the land, they forsook all and followed him. They were able to retire that day. Twenty-four hours ago, ain't no fish out here. We toiling all night. I did everything that I know to do. Twenty-four hours later, they're retiring. Listen to me. There's no secret. Oh, hallelujah. What God could do, what He's done for others, He'll do the same thing for you. Psalm number 42, stanza 68 portion says, When my soul is down in the dumps, I rehearse everything I know of you. When my soul is in the dumps, mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. Mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. Your mind, you got to mind your mind. Your will, your emotions. Don't let your emotions run you. You control your emotions, your imagination and intellect. None of those compartments of the soul are born again. So you have to bring every thought captive and you have to make your thoughts obey. Because the only part of your three-part nature that is born again is your spirit adhere to the Holy Spirit who is the agent of joy who will give you joy unspeakable full of glory because joy is not contingent upon what happened but it's contingent upon what I know what you know about my old zip code what you know about Jesus see what do we know about him what do and when we say he's all right he's all a-l-l second word right He's all right. A-L-L, he's all right. So when I stand alignment with the person of the Holy Spirit, God, God with you, God for you, God in you, then I can have joy in sorrow, joy through temptations and tests and trials, joy unspeakable, full of glory. I want you to get to the place where you acknowledge your spiritual help and your spiritual relief that comes from the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will, has come to keep you from being frustrated. The Holy Spirit gives you power, not just power to shout, but he did, does give us power to shout. But he gives us power not to be frustrated. And he gives us power not to be worn out who am I talking to I came to speak into your life grit not to quit sometimes you just have to encourage yourself it says when my soul is in the dumps I rehearse everything that I know about you well what do you know about him let me hear what do you know about him anybody know him to be a healer what else a way maker what else uh-huh, a provider. Or, what else? 
you don't know nothing about him, no wonder you're frustrated. But the person of the Holy Spirit comes to eliminate frustration from your life. Come on, who's ever been healed before? Who ever been delivered before? Who's ever been provided before? Come on, who's got God ever touched your mind before? Come on, let's get real, real. Put your hands down. Nobody knew that you were close to the edge, right? But God kept you so that you didn't lose your head. <laughs> Come on! What do you know about him? You rehearse it over and 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 over again. That's grit. Not to quit. Came to stir up the active ingredient of your faith. Listen to me, you bet not quit. I said, you bet not quit. Let me read these two passages, of, one passage of scripture. I'm two, two, and I'm going to let you go. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's talking about a covenant. It says, Rejoice always and to pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all situations. It didn't say for all, but in all. Any station in life you find yourself in, maybe you're disappointed, maybe you're frustrated. When you start giving God praise and you start giving God thanks, it bubbles over with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Philippians chapter 4. Verses 4 through 8, rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. If he's going to say the same thing twice in one scripture, that means this is what you got to do. Rejoice. Rejoice means call your joy back. If I call Betsy, Betsy, then Betsy, I get her attention, and she comes to me, right? Joy. Rejoice. I'm calling my joy back to me. In the middle of disappointment, I will rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made all to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is my favorite part. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, Think on these things. When you have grit not to quit, I'm not going to worry about who got what and I waited longer than them and they got theirs first and none of them because it's a whole lot of things that we can think of. In these last 35 days of 2023, I came through this and I thought by now, I'm not... Whatsoever things are true, just, pure, and of a good report, because I mind my mind, I choose to think on these things. And the peace of 
God surpasses my understanding, and I have joy unspeakable, full of glory. Let me give my proclamation over you so that I, won't, I don't ever want you to forget it. This is your year of manifestation. See how dry y'all are? This is my year of clarity. This is your year of elimination of confusion. This is your year of life defined with meticulous detail. God is detail-oriented when it comes to you. I said God's detail-oriented when it comes to you. I said God is detail-oriented when it comes to you. Down to the shape, the size, and the color. He's detail-oriented when it comes to you. This is your year of life unmistakably true for you. This is your year of grace. This is your year of favor. This is your year of completion. This is your year of newness. This is your year of an upgrade. This is your year of abundance. This is your year of expansion. This is your year of fruitfulness. This is your year of prophetic fulfillment. This is your year of divine relationships. This is your year of divine marriages. This is your year of walking in the fruit of the Spirit. This is your year of flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. This is your year of manifestation. Oh, glory to God. In the highest, you have to have breath. Not to quit.
other name. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord to the glory of the Father. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible to call the name Jesus without the man Jesus showing up to come see about you. I said he came to see about you. I said he came to see about you. Come on, we're going to open these altars right now. If you need special prayer for any reason, you can come. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.